Welcome to Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today, we will be covering minute number 50, which goes from 49 to 49.59 on the clock. Uh, it starts with us uh, kind of jumping a little bit between the, um, well, we kind of finished the end of the speech where Gage is talking about how, you know, Mark had sent this letter back and, you know, how much programming was left he had not anticipated, the lack of hardware we had to deal with and the site use. And there's like a whole bunch of kind of waffling. Uh, you kind of get Gage reading the start of the letter and it jumps back to Eduardo reading, you know, the letter that Mark has shown him. And then we come back to the deposition room and then we find out about the kind of, you know, had you, you know, had you raised the concerns, you know, the talk about the kind of um, site functionality. Um, and then we get kind of, I, I don't know, this is probably one of my favorite shots in the film, which is, you know, for most of this, we've had Gage over Mark Zuckerberg's shoulder. Um, and then towards the end of this minute, we kind of focus pull on Mark Zuckerberg kind of looking wistfully out the window and he notes that it's raining. Um, and then <laughs> this is where Gage asks, do you think I deserve your full attention? And Mark comes back with the kind of like the snarkiest reply. Ever. <laughs> um, and that's where the minute ends with Gage saying, OK, no. <laughs> Which I, I kind of love the restatement of Mark's very long kind of sarcastic remark just as no. Um <laughs> And joining me to talk about this minute today is Ali Pitts. Hello, Ali. Hello, Darren. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, like this is kind of, it's interesting because this is this is kind of almost the, you know, like this is what we've been building to in terms of this particular deposition. Um, and I think there are maybe like one other scene in this deposition before we kind of end up at the point where, you know, the in, in, the, in the present, the, uh, the Winklevoss twins uh, decide to kind of sue. Um, but this is basically kind of like the end of this deposition stuff, you know, like... Um, this particular deposition kind of finishes within the next couple of minutes and then that's it. We don't come back to it ever again. Um, the, you know, we then kind of mostly into the Eduardo deposition, uh, which is more concerned, obviously, with, you know, Eduardo being screwed out of shares. And, yeah. <laughs> and so it's about a completely different thing. You know, one is about did you steal the site? And then the other one is once you've stolen the site, did you kind of stop somebody from getting money out of the site? Um, but we're kind of just getting the end here of the whole kind of. I, I find I find I find the letter quite interesting because it does feel like kind of Mark Zuckerberg giving like the most kind of waffly reply of like, you know, the site use, the lack of promotion and all this kind of stuff. And then, you know, Gage saying, you know, this was the first time you raised any concerns. And of course, you know, Mark says I've raised concerns before. Um, and this is where the two hotheads, you know, Divya and Tyler both go bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And, the, and I, I kind of like I kind of like how. You know, they they kind of get angry because that's what they're known for doing, whereas Cameron just sits there quietly, you know, not getting angry because he knows how to comport himself uh, with him being a gentleman of Harvard. And, yeah. of course, Gage has to kind of say, gentlemen, <laughs> to, to his two clients to kind of get them to calm down just a tiny bit. Um, you know, and then, you know, this is this is where he kind of goes back to Mark and says, I'm talking about the meeting in January to which the letter was referring. Um and I don't. I kind. I kind of love. I kind of love that Cameron is always the kind of calm one out of the three. Um, and I like how they kind of even here they just do it as just a nice little subtle thing of like he's the only one who doesn't have an outburst. Yeah. And doesn't have to get contained by Gage. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't 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 reach for the expletive in a in a in a setting where it's not really appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I kind of I like how Gage kind of I don't know how he bores Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> like there's a very there's a very subtle thing here where Mark Zuckerberg's been doing this thing earlier in the film where you know people have kind of asked him questions and he's almost been like questioning the meaning of the very words that they're saying like as if he doesn't understand the English language like 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 and, the, the the merchandising thing yeah and he's like yeah I know what the word means it's like yes but you 
you asked, <laughs> you said, what did you mean? Advertising. Yeah. Sorry, advertising, not merchandising, but never mind. So this, so, so this, this kind of thing of Mark, he's been doing this from a legal point of view where, you know, he's been d- deliberately obs- kind of obscuring um, his replies. And so here, you know, Gage kind of is like, let me rephrase this. You know, you sent my client 16 emails in the first 15, you didn't raise any concerns. And then you, and and then you Mark- raised like a whole bunch of concerns. <laughs> That's the well, thing. I like, like- I, I like how Mark goes... Is that a question? Because it isn't a question. It's it's a statement of fact, basically. Yes. Um, yeah. He's being super you know. pedantic. Uh. Yeah. And then, of course, he says in the 16th email, you raise concerns about the site's functionality. And it's like, were you leading them on for six weeks? And he's like, no. And it's like, why hadn't you raised any of these concerns before? And this is where Mark Zuckerberg is like, it's raining. <laughs> and I kind of like, this is kind of something, I don't know, I guess this is something that kind of is a bit of a cliche of the kind of like disinterested genius, mm. where he's just kind of looking out the window wistfully and being like, it's raining. Like, not paying any attention to what's going on in yeah, the Yeah, I, I, I do, you mentioned the focus pull, and I do love the, yeah, the fact that, that's, yeah, uh, Gage goes completely out. He's just a blur. Like, we literally, you know, there's a shape where a face is and we're just f- totally focusing on Mark and then he kind of, it pings it pings back in a minute. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of an obvious visual trick, but it but it's it's very appropriate to the, to the circumstances. It's also worth saying as well that like, this is kind of like a close-up mm. and David Fincher doesn't do close-ups unless it's for a very specific purpose, you know. Um, earlier, like when he had the conversation between Mark and Erica, like he only started to go into like he was mostly a two shot and he would quickly bounce between the two, you know, in one shots. But he only started to kind of get into close ups when the tension started to get ratcheted. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The conversation started to get more uncomfortable. And here he's doing the same thing where it's like, you know, the uh, it's kind of almost I mean, like you say, it is kind of the most basic visual way to do it of like Mark is not focused on anybody else. Like he's just noticed it start raining because he do, he's not giving his, any attention to Gage, um, and this is where Gage actually asks, you know, Mister Zuckerberg, do I have your full attention? Oh, do I? Do, Mark yeah, like, and he's like, no, no. Do yeah. I deserve and, and it? I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And of course, he's like, what? And he's like, do you think I deserve your full attention? And this is where we get the wonderful snark of, you know, I had to swear an oath before this deposition, and I don't want to perjure myself, so I have a legal obligation to say no. Um, and of course, that's where Gage finishes the minute by saying, OK, no. Uh, and then next week, we'll kind of get more into, you know, why Mark doesn't think that, <laughs> you know, uh, he, like the attention is kind of deserved um, and his attention is, you know, is more kind of, uh, you know, back with the offices of Facebook. Um, but I do kind of love that we kind of, you know, we've had a lot of this deposition stuff, you know, we're 40, you know, almost 50 minutes into this film. And, you know, we've had, a, you know, at least I would say 50% of it has been spent in depositions. And I can kind of feel Mark's kind of pain at this point of being like constantly <laughs> stuck in depositions, um, you know, and him kind of just being like, oh, like, you know, you know, like I just I made a website. It's very successful. I don't care about anybody else. <laughs> like, I'm not concerned with, you know, these three people who didn't, you know, they didn't code a single line of, of the website and he was the one who was like nearly falling asleep from kind of going on a coding tear and doing 36 hours worth of coding. And I can understand why he's like, why, why do I have to even entertain the idea of these people? Um, you know, and it, like at the same time, like, you know, the fact that he only raised concerns in the final email doesn't really mean that he's guilty. No, it just means that maybe he didn't, you know, maybe he'd been trying something and it didn't work. And it was only by the time it got to the 16th email that, that was the moment at which he could say, look, I, you know, I'm not getting the, I, the site's not working properly. Like, 
uh, but I do kind of like the implication of like you didn't say anything for fifteen emails, and it's like, well, I'm, I'm going to guess most of those emails were just simple back and forths of <laughs> like, you know, when can we meet for this? How much? What's the progress on that? Like, I don't think that the the Winklevoss twins or Divian Narendra in those earlier emails are asking, is there anything wrong with the site? Um, you know, or what's the issue for the site? A lot of them were, you know, we've already heard them of like, you know, I can't meet on Saturday. I'm not going to do this on Tuesday. Like there's a lot of kind of evasion from Mark Zuckerberg, but most of the emails back and forth, they aren't like kind of in-depth discussions of the site. They're just, when can we meet next? Yeah. And him, um, and him kind of like kicking the can down the road. It, it, it I, I, I think, yeah, if Mark is, is guilty of anything, it's, it's being, it's being evasive and not being straight with people. Like I, like the gauge gauge asks you know were you leading them on and no i don't think he was deliberately leading them on but at this but at the same at the same time they you know because of the way that mark is wired he for some reason doesn't feel like it's important to tell people you know actually i've given your idea some more thought and uh, i'm not that interested which he could have <laughs> saved a lot of trouble if he just said something you know like a few days after the initial meeting um yeah after the after the ae pie mixer if you just said yeah. look i'm i gave I'm you an idea on a more different thought. website I'm, I'm really sorry yeah. i i don't have the time I, i'm not going to be able to do this so you know i'm going to have to kind of pass on it they weren't paying him anything no um you know so the fact that he in the letter he talks about you know the scaling up of the site and you know the lack of hardware and you know the kind of the promotion and all that kind of stuff. Like those are kind of legitimate concerns. Yeah, they're all um, they're all valid, but it's but he's only coming up with them because you know they resorted to the cease and desist letter, and then he was advised to send them something back because he could have raised those concerns before. But I I think he's just raising them, you know, to give reasons for, you know in this reply that he has to do. And I, I don't know, I, I think I think it's interesting because obviously the whole, you know, you sent 15 emails, there was no concerns. On the 16th, there was concern. Yeah. That does seem like it's trying to paint Mark of being guilty of something. But like you say, the thing he's really guilty of is just being evasive. And, yeah. Well, and this, is a, <laughs> you know. and this is a theme with Mark's character because he is not, he's not straight with, with Ed, Eduardo as we've just seen with him not thinking that the, that the, uh, the letter even if he doesn't think it's important he should kind of understand that you know eduardo should at least you know know about it and mark should kind of like make the case you know say look this is nothing we've received this it's nothing to worry about you know end of rather than just like i'm not even going to tell you um <laughs> whereas obviously eduardo is worried that they're going to lose the entire site you know mark is more concerned with you know the site's working fine or the site's not working fine or like there's other concerns that he has and you know people's feelings of, kind of, are not amongst those concerns <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's kind of, it's kind of more like well you know i the fact that i'm not communicating with the winklevoss twins really isn't that much of a concern to me you know like i've got more important things that i'm doing um and obviously that's something that kind of is a theme for the rest of the film is like you know mark's priorities of you know what he wants like who he wants to communicate with and what he wants them to communicate end up kind of costing him more money further down the line <laughs> because yeah. you know if he'd have communicated to, to other people about certain things then you know maybe he wouldn't have had a, a you know such a big issue by the end of the film yeah um but yeah it, it's i don't know it's like obviously in a shakespearean tragedy you know the whole point of the kind of tragic hero is they have one fatal flaw 
Um, and I think, you know, if this were a Shakespearean tragedy, you know, Mark Zuckerberg's fatal flaw is he seems to not con have like any concerns about consulting other people about stuff and kind of getting back to them and, you know, kind of. I, I it's kind of it's really weird because it's like you know in an era where you can like literally send emails you know for no cost and you know it's really easy to communicate with people that seems to be the one thing that Mark Zuckerberg didn't want to do was actually kind of communicate with anybody in, in any meaningful way and he was just happy to kind of go about making his website and you know hoping that people you know liked his website and you know as soon as they did that was it you know that was his validation you know mm. everyone on campus is saying facebook me that's it you know it doesn't matter how he got there uh you know it doesn't matter who he, he kind of needs to talk he, like he, he in his mind he doesn't need to consult other people on his website <laughs> like that's the you know the most important thing is just him making sure the website runs and that's it yeah um, yeah so you know and i th i think you know once you know next week obviously i'll get kind of into the more the kind of the long rant that he gives about, about and it, and it is a brilliant is. rant it's a it's a fantastic yeah. slam yeah yeah of, of like who deserves his attention um and i i think the, the funny thing is obviously you know gage sets him up with the you know do you think i deserve your full attention in this minute um and obviously mark zuckerberg kind of pays that off yeah um, and i like i like as well how well first of all next week i'll talk about this but they take an almost three-hour lunch, quite frankly, which is kind of yeah. I, 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 I did that. Did that did entertain me? It's like oh, it's 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 all right in the legal profession. I mean, I don't know whether that's yeah. You know, you're catching up on admin in that time. I imagine you'd have to be, but um, yeah, lunch starts pretty early in the day and goes yeah. on for quite a while. So I can't see them get much done in the afternoon if Mark is already kind of flagging this early into the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's an interesting um, ambiguity about that line from Gage of do you think I deserve it? Because you could read it as, do you think I deserve it? Like I'm a big, important lawyer. Hey, give me attention, young college student. Or it could be a more human, you know, as a fellow human being, you know, I'm in a room with you. You should be paying attention to me, you know? Yeah. Or, 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 or you know, if he's asking on behalf of his clients, you know, do you, do you think that the Winklevoss twins and Divian Arendra deserve your full attention? It's kind of almost what he's saying. It's not the mm. fact that he's asking the questions. It's he's asking on behalf of his clients. Yeah. And, you know, I think Mark is not viewing it at like he, Mark could care less about this lawyer. Like, you know, <laughs> he's, you know, he's he's asking him he's asking him questions across two different depositions. Like he doesn't he's not really that bothered. He doesn't yeah. really care. But the fact that he's doing these questions on behalf of the Winklevoss twins and Divian Rendra. <laughs> Well, in the other deposition, there's a different lawyer and they're asking questions for a different person. And he seems a lot more engaged in that deposition mm. once we're kind of stuck in that one more full time. So it's kind of interesting that in this deposition, he's kind of seems to be that he's grown tired of being asked questions by well, these twins. And as, as you might, as you might imagine. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, and I, I like I like that this kind of this scene kind of gets that across as well. Like you feel Mark's kind of like, I don't know, his tiredness, like he's kind of he, he's he's had enough of this. Um, you know, and I think it's interesting that this is kind of basically almost the last time that we're in this deposition. Mm. You know, from this point on, we're in the we're in a different deposition. He's still getting asked questions, but they're in a completely different manner. And they're you know, whereas here it's kind of like I kind of I, you, it almost feels like this is it. You know, Mark's kind of like he's ready to just kind of give up and be like, look, I don't want to be in here anymore. <laughs> like, just yeah. leave me alone. Like, let me let me get on with doing Facebook and you can just have some money and, you know, you can kind of go away and stop pestering me, basically. Yeah, yeah. I Of the two depositions, it's, it's by far like the 
they ha- it's the it's the flimsier one it's kind of like it's like the chair thing it's like yeah yeah okay so maybe the meeting you had with them contributed to your idea but that's still you know that's not really substantial whereas with the eduardo one you do you do feel a lot more sympathetic to him being kind of essentially like screwed <laughs> but then you're also in terms of the way the characters are set up yeah, Ed- Eduardo is one of the more sympathetic characters in the film. I mean, probably, probably Erica is the most sympathetic. I, I, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm what I, what I like though is the, the the fact that David Fincher handles well, and 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 his editors as well. They handle this final kind of part of this deposition with this kind of weariness, um, mm. you know. And hand hand covers bruise has kind of come back in. Yeah, which and is very well. It's used. kind of. It feels kind of like um, I don't know. Like the the pacing of this film is so kind of quick that by the time we get to this point in this deposition, it does feel kind of like you're trudging a little bit, and it's like, oh, like do we really have to be here anymore? <laughs> and of course, David Fincher instantly knows that yeah, this is the point at which we're leaving this deposition. Mm. We're kind of we're approaching the end point of what this deposition is about, and it's going to turn into you know once once we get kind of near the midpoint of the film, it's going to turn into a lot more about Mark and Eduardo. Whereas this first half is kind of like the idea and how Facebook came to be. So obviously the more important deposition is, you know, the one about how Facebook came to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, later on when Facebook is successful, then it becomes about, you know, who deserved the kind of fruits of that success. Um, so, you know, the kind of the structure of it and the pacing is kind of, as as you would expect with David Fincher, it's kind of masterful. The fact that, you know, it's it's almost like as an audience member, you kind of starting to get a bit tired of the Winklevoss twins and Divya constantly complaining. <laughs> and you're kind of in Mark's headspace of like, oh, I've had enough of this. And this is the point in which David Fincher is like, yeah, don't worry. We're done with this deposition in a little bit. Don't, <laughs> you know, you, you've only got to kind of put up with it for a little bit more and then that's it. We're out of here. And then it's, it's onto a different... It's onto a whole different deposition, uh, basically. Um, so is there anything else that needs to be said about this minute, do you think? Uh, all I wanted to say is that I quite like uh, David Selby's uh, performance. Um, he's, he, I, 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 he's, kind of, he's kind of avuncular while still kind of getting his, his point across. He's not like just a stereotypical like Hollywood bastard lawyer, you know. Um, I, he's he just he's very calm and considered... And it seems more like how a lawyer would conduct themselves in real life rather than somebody being kind of like, I don't know, uh, more aggressive and shouty. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think obviously, you know, this is a deposition. It's not like a yeah, judge. Yeah, true. So true. I, I, don't, I don't think there's a kind of a need for... Grandstanding. Kind of kind of, yeah, I don't think that's there. And I think you're right. He kind of does play it as, you know, somebody who, you know, kind of just is looking just to get some, you know some answers out of out of the kind of the, the deposition to, to kind of set things up for a court case should it come along yeah because i mean um, for, from his you know. point of view mark's been quite frustrating because he's being so evasive but he's you know he's he's a professional and is just you know dealing with it professionally i mean i knew uh, i knew him from uh, falcon crest hmm. um you know i my mom was a big fan of falcon crest and dynasty uh, not so much dallas but mostly falcon crest and dynasty um, so I do remember seeing him on episodes of that uh, during the uh, during the eighties, um, and in more recent years he's been on Legion and uh, he was on an episode of Castle Rock as well. Hmm. Uh, and I very I vaguely remember him on the episode of Mad Men that he appeared on briefly. Um, but yeah, he has a really good kind of presence. 
Uh, and of interest, he was on the TV show Dark Shadows. Yes, I saw that when I was uh, I was just thinking, I don't particularly recognise this guy, but he's a good character actor. So I went through his IMDb and I thought, oh, that's an interesting yeah, one. Yeah, he, he, uh, he appeared as Quentin Collins and also later on the character Grant Douglas. Uh, obviously, Dark Shadows was a uh, basically kind of like a soap opera that ended up turning into like this weird supernatural kind of like sci-fi show out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, kind of took a weird turn. Yeah, but then Tim Burton decided to resurrect. Uh... Yeah, uh, less said about that, the better probably. Um, <laughs> that's not a good film. I did not. I saw that film at the cinema, yeah. and I did not enjoy it in the slightest. But it does. It does sound like just. I've I've not seen it, but heard it was dreadful. But it does sound like the sort of film that Tim Burton and Johnny Depp would make together. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird because um, you know, for the first ten months of Dark Shadows as like a TV show, it was just about this wealthy family that lived in this particular town. And then out of nowhere, a vampire appeared. And then all of a sudden there were ghosts and werewolves and zombies and the whole thing kind of, there was a parallel universe going on and it just kind of, it kind of spiraled out of control and just became this kind of crazy thing. So I can kind of understand uh, why uh, Tim Burton would have been attracted to it. Uh, But I I don't know, we discussed kind of directors who had a distinctive style. I feel like at this point, uh, Tim Burton has fallen into the trap of making Tim Burton films uh, in inverted commas and Mm, and he's kind of stopped... Um, for me, being interested as a director, I don't think I've enjoyed anything that he's done since like Sleepy Hollow. And I have a feeling I've seen everything that he's done since Sleepy Hollow at the cinema. So um, apart from Miss Peregrine's peculiar place for people of, I don't know, like that title was just stupid as well. So, um, you know, so like, yeah, like, I mean... I mean, I don't I, like obviously his role on uh, on Dark Shadows, uh, you know, David Selby's was obviously, you know, he was there for a while. Um, but yeah, there was like a there's, there's like whole kind of stories about witchcraft trials and, um, you know, kind of uh, people traveling through time and parallel universes. And, uh, you know, there were runs of episodes that kind of did, you know, picture of Dorian Gray and Nicholas Nickleby and a whole thing about Cthulhu. And <laughs> it's just like. It just kind of, yeah, the whole show kind of turned, like, in a, a weird way, it kind of, it made sense that kind of that would, Tim Burton would like find it like interesting as a show. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, it just, to me, yeah, David Selby is kind of interesting just as, as in, in this film because he is so, like you say, so avuncular. He's just kind of like trying to get answers out of Mark Zuckerberg and kind of almost being frustrated by it and just kind of like almost accepting it and being like, okay, I guess this guy's not going to answer these questions in a straightforward yeah. he's, manner. He's having a not a not a very fun day at the office, but he's, you know, he's handling it properly. Yeah. And, you know, he like he never kind of gets mad. You know, he always calms down his clients. <laughs> like, you know, when he's questioning Eduardo. Oh, you know. I mean, it would be terrible and it would be terrible to work for particularly Tyler and uh, and yeah. Divya, yeah, yeah, because they're just. I mean, Cameron's kind of annoying in his kind of like upstandingness, um, but at least he's at least he has the politeness. Yeah. So okay, well then, uh, I should just say, of course, you know, obviously this is a a uh, a podcast that is going through this movie by minutes, and there are a number of other podcasts that are doing the same thing or have done the same thing. So. Uh, if you can think of a film, it most likely somebody has covered it minute by minute. Um, and if you want to find what films have been covered minute by minute, then you can go to moviesbyminutes.com and uh, on there it will have a list of the many, many films that have been covered, uh, including a number of franchises as well. Uh, I know that uh, 
previous guest uh, Scott Corelli has done um, the Back to the Future franchise and he's also doing the Spider-Man franchise and also uh, going through the uh, films of Edgar Wright from the Cornetto trilogy so uh, you know there's there's a number of di- if you if you could think of a film somebody is probably already talking about it minute by minute uh, and if they aren't then you should start talking about it minute by minute uh, nothing is holding you back uh, other than I guess time and uh, and inclination uh, so thanks once more for being my guest here, Ali. Is there anything that you wish to plug before we go? Yeah, so uh, if you've got this far, I've already mentioned my uh, podcast on Russian films, but I've also been on, on a, a couple of different podcasts. Um, I've been on High and Low, and and if you if you dig it up, I've been on a... a it was a few years ago, but it's still out there on the internet. I was I, I was on a couple of episodes of Classic Schmassic, uh, where I discussed... Uh, well, again, Russian films. And that's kind of how I got into podcasting. It was sort of a, uh, a bit of a gateway uh, drug in that regard. And you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com slash the social minute or on Twitter at social underscore minute or on Facebook at the social minute podcast. Thanks as well for being my guest this week, Ali. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. And otherwise, I'll see you next week. All right. Das Vidania, folks.